Hi, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to the Bronson Beard Podcast. Welcome back, Tailgaters. I am very excited to announce our guest this week. Uh, she's a professional championship boxer with a record of 22 and 2, and mixed martial artist with a record of 2 and 2. Uh, she made major strides for women, uh, women's boxing by landing a televised gig on NBCSN, and she could kick all of our asses in no less than 10 seconds. Uh, her next fight is coming up on October 13th. And with uh, no further ado, please help me welcome Heather, the Heat Hardy, to the show. Hi, guys. <laughs> welcome. How's it, uh, how's it going? How are you doing I, today? It's going pretty good. Thanks for having me. Yes, yes. Uh, so you're, you're in the middle of training right now, right? So, so your fight's coming up on, on the 13th. Is that correct? Yeah, really exciting. So just announced, um, I believe, it, in New York City, and you're fighting Chelsea Anderson. Uh, I think she pulled out today. So, uh, oh no! Yeah, it's the second time she's pulled Damn. out. So, I um, my managers are on the line, and I know that we're gonna secure the bag. So, okay. uh, I'm okay. not. I'm not gonna. No, no stops in the training. Okay. Are, are you finding? Uh, are, is it gonna be Amanda Serrano or who's 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 oh, uh, gosh, replacing no. her? This is a this is a small event. This is okay. a small show. So okay. okay. <laughs> this is a small show. I've only fought twice since 2019. You know, it's gonna be yeah. my return to New York City. I'm really excited to get back in there and um, stay stay active for this last chapter of my career. That's Thank awesome. That's well, awesome. Sean, Sean, I don't want to interrupt you, but uh, here you go. I took a poll today and they said that they'd rather hear our, our fans said they'd rather hear her talk. So can you please just tell us about how you got into boxing? Like uh, I, I read, I read a story and I want to get into that because it seems like you just kind of dove head first into this, this category. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I was, um, I was going through a divorce. I was living with my little sister. I was kind of raising both of our kids. She was like the mom. I was like the dad I was working like six jobs and they opened a little karate school in my neighborhood. And, um, my sister surprised me with a gift card and she was just like, you have to do something and get out of this house. All you do is work and, and sleep. And apparently they had like a little fight team and I was taking like the cardio classes and stuff and they had a fight team and they were like, Hey, you know, um, somebody needs an opponent like your size. Do you want to try it? And I had only been there like two or three weeks and I was like, fuck it. I don't, can I say a bad word? I don't know if I can say a bad word. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. Why not? <laughs> And um, so I took the fight and I won and it was like the craziest thing in the world. But being inside that ring, it was like, wow, I'm finally good at something. This is this is the thing that I've been waiting for. And I just haven't stopped fighting girls since. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Have you ever fought any guys besides your ex? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't fight him. I put a yeah. couple of boots through his car windows. There you go. I actually <laughs> fought him. Um, <laughs> I've hit some guys for sure, sparred in the gym, things like that, but I've yeah. never had a professional fight against a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if there were any street fights going on, so that's good. No, I mean, you know, I've jumped on a couple guys backs, poked him in the eye, tried to break it <laughs> oh up. Oh my God. Never straight up, straight that's up. Some no, Brooklyn shit. That, crazy. <laughs> that is some Brooklyn shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, so in this, I know you mentioned like kind of in, in the next chapter, I guess, last chapter of your fighting career, I guess, where are you going to go after this fighter? Or what, what do you kind of plan on for, for after this? 
Well, you know, it's just such a dumb thing for a fighter to make a plan after a fight, yeah. right? Like you got to get through this one to get True. through the next. But I mean, the basic idea is this, like, I want to go for another world title. I want to, I want to end my career on the right note. Um, I fought a man that I didn't even ask any questions. I said, you want to fight? I said, fine. Cause I'm just like such a street girl, you know, I didn't think business. I didn't think timing. I didn't think training. I said, fine, I don't care. And all my coaches were like, Heather, we need more. We need it. And I was like, no, I, they want to fight me. We're fighting. And it probably wasn't the smartest move at the time for my first defense, you know, but I'm just so thick headed. I'm, <laughs> I'm grateful that I'm still in shape and I can make another run. But the bottom line is I'm 40 years old and I just threw my kid in college and if I can't beat the girl they put in front of me next month, then I don't belong fighting for a world title. And that's what we're out here to see. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, best uh, of luck. That That's very exciting. Um, we we will be watching from afar. I don't think we'll make it out to New York, but we'll be watching. <laughs> we'll be streaming it. We'll be streaming it. So you got to okay. make sure to get that. We will. We will for sure. So I, I also read somewhere that um, you wanted to be the first female pitcher for the Yankees. Um, when yeah. you were younger, is is that true? And I guess um, kind of tell me more about that. And and can you pitch for the Brewers right now to help them get into the playoffs <laughs> if possible? I bet you I could. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was the biggest Yankee fan like on the planet, and I mean a kid like six, seven. You know, like I could spit out stats, and I watched 162 games a year on this tiny little TV that I had in my bedroom. My mom and dad would be like banging with the broom on the on the ceiling like shut up go to bed you know <laughs> and um I did I just I used to dream of running out of the bullpen and girls just want to have fun was going to be my song and I really thought it was going to happen <laughs> that's awesome you had it all figured out yeah <laughs> Mariano Rivera kind of took that spot from you for a while I, I know I know he did what he played um um Enter Sandman. Oh, Enter Sandman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the song. Yeah, yeah song. Yep. Yep. Well, there, I mean, there's, there's been a couple females on the Yankees, though, like A Rod. Who else? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> she yeah, got not, you. I know. I'm not going to tell you where I live so you don't come kick my ass. But... <laughs> you got to be Boston. You got to be from Boston. <laughs> no, I'm at, no, no. Actually, I'm, no, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, uh, yeah, but I, we don't care about you guys. So the only yeah, real you is the Red Sox. You really shouldn't. You really should. And Drew, Drew's, Drew's a Twins fan, and you guys kick their asses all the time in the playoffs so yeah can't say anything <laughs> yeah and say if, if they didn't kill us each year she wouldn't even know who we were so yeah <laughs> are you still that big of a yankees fan uh no i'm not i don't know if you remember that line from if you ever saw bronx tale when the little kid was like yeah i love the yankees it's the yankees the yankees and the yankees, the yankees paying your bills so <laughs> when I got, when I started getting a little older and realizing that you can't sit at home, and watch 162 games a, a year anymore, yeah. it gets a little harder, you know, it does. Yeah. So, so what do you do when you're not like training? Like what, what else do you do outside of the, the fighting world? Oh my God. I'm so boring. Like I hate this question because it's so embarrassing. What do you do? I drink. <laughs> okay what do you drink you're honest yeah. let's go what do you do for fun i go to the bar and hang out with my friends <laughs> hell yeah all right so so beer or like no whiskey, i don't drink vodka, beer what are you drinking i i am like a big tequila girl oh okay um, it's like i'm i'm either like i'm either like down in tequila straight or like I like I like a nice girly bubbly. It depends yeah. on what time you day. <laughs> but I'll tell you, if you see me drink Jameson, send me home. 
that's Uh-oh. the rule. <laughs> Absolutely um, zero tequila or Jameson during training week, though. No, 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 no. Nothing. No, not during training week. I'm not training not, training not if we're gonna post this. Otherwise, yeah, we'll talk on the side. <laughs> yeah, not during training week. I won't no say during training camp because I might give myself one or two nights, you know, just like to get the edge off. But yeah, no yeah. going out. No going out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. Uh, Heather, what's it like after the fight then? Like, uh, are you jacked? Do you want to go out? Or is it more like you need to... I always plan these after parties and I'm like, somebody take me to get pizza and go home because I'm so tired, you know? Like, you can't eat like six hours before the fight. Like, I've been the main event for so many years and it's like, you can't eat for a certain amount of time. Like, once you check in with the inspectors, like, you have no food, no... And like, usually I get in the ring and I'm starving. So after doing all those rounds, it's like, I just want a burger and I want to go to bed. (laughs) Is that because of a weight thing or is it more or less just because you don't want that? in your stomach no it's because they give you a commissioner kind of to make sure that you're not ingesting anything you shouldn't they check your piss and your blood before and after the fight so you can only drink water out of like a a signed water bottle that's it okay do you have like a hard like weight cut or anything that you have to worry about or i used to i used to fight at 126 and that's like little kid weight and um I'm like pretty muscular for five, five. So that was always really challenging to me, but now I'm fighting at 135, which I won't say is easy because dieting sucks, yeah. but I don't, I don't envision this weight cup cut ending in a sauna. So yeah. <laughs> what do you think of, uh, so obviously like in the UFC recently with, uh, um, what's his face, uh, Kamayev with the huge weight miss, like eight and a half pounds. Like, what is your opinion on that? Like, do you think he was even trying to make weight or do you think that was a whole like play? You know, it's really hard to say because I've, I've seen two ends of it, you know, like I've, as a female, um, gone through female things, your weight fluctuates like very often. And I've missed weight by, uh, ounces you know i think the Mm -hmm. most i ever was weight missed weight by was like a pound and a half where i've had to be carried out of the steam room like there just wasn't any more water left i feel like anything above like four pounds is like really you're not prepared correctly and you probably should have advised camp before i had one camp i was fighting at 125 and i was 127 for like uh, a week and i couldn't budget couldn't cut the water couldn't do anything we had to call it in like sorry if you want to call up the fight we don't even have to make it to the scales but yeah so we wow. you wind up changing the contracts before because that's courteous if you know that you're not going to make it yeah. Yeah. It really, I mean, it messed with that card so much. I don't know. I don't know how closely you're, you're watching UFC, but yeah, it was, that, that was a crazy couple of days there, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, weight cut is tough. I'm not going to say it. And I've always been a fighter who's had, had it rough because I'm not like you have fighters and you have athletes, right? Like you have athletes who are always in shape, always ready to go. And then you have girls who drink tequila and love pizza and burgers <laughs> and stuff. And I fight because I'm good at it and I'm tough but not because I love exercising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did see that you have a, a pizza and an ice cream emoji on your Instagram. Are those two yeah. of your favorite foods then? Or? I am such a fat girl at heart. Do not let this <laughs> muscles fool you. I love to eat. I like that. People are like, what's your, what do you like to do for fun? Fucking eat and drink. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You sound like you are from Wisconsin. You should You're Wisconsin at heart. That's what you are. Come here. That's all we do. Does uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? Fuck no. <laughs> pineapple belongs in nothing but a pina colada. I love it. I love it. What's your favorite kind of ice cream then? Um, probably toasted almond from the ice cream man. Okay. 
Okay. I don't know if y'all have an ice cream man there. Uh-uh. I don't think so. No. No. Those are we, called. Those are called. Play some music. Yeah, those are called <laughs> pedophiles over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can make so many comments on that, but I will. I will hold back. Uh, <laughs> um, would Would you prefer a brat or a burger? A burger. I don't even know what a brat is. All right. Uh, a hot Damn, dog and brat. <laughs> You're like a half Wisconsinite. Then I, I'm not sure what you are. <laughs> okay. I'm just like a tomboy. That's what I am. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Drew, Cody, what else you guys got? Oh, man. So you fought um, MMA, uh, kickboxing, stand-up boxing. From the fighter's perspective, technically, which one's more difficult to actually learn? MMA. Oh, you just mean like any of the sports? Just in general. Oh. Just like, I mean, striking, obviously, you gotta con- you're got you more concerned about. I think, like, that, I think that jiu-jitsu is the hardest because – um, when I studied all the other arts, you're able to get a teacher and a trainer. So someone to explain things to you and then you actually apply them. So you can kind of bypass people who had not good teachers, mm-hmm. right? By learning the mechanics and doing it properly. So like double time on training and teaching and jujitsu is such a, you'll get it the more you do it kind of thing. So Very it was like, you, you didn't have a fast track to learn jujitsu or wrestling other than to just do it and do it and do it. And when I started MMA, I was 35 years old for my first fight. And I'm looking at some of these girls who are like posting throwbacks in their geese with pigtails in second grade. And I'm like, I just have no time. Yeah. Oh, that is up. tough. You know? Yeah, that is tough. What do you got, oh. Drew? Uh, I read this uh, thing about you on your first fight. You, uh, your friend or something said like, just imagine there's like a tiger. Tiger. Oh, yeah. So I got two comments real quick. One, it's bullshit because you probably were like, I want that pizza. I'm going to knock this bitch. <laughs> so that's number one. Two, what, I would have picked something a lot scarier. Like uh, R. Kelly's in there and he's going to piss on you if you don't whoop this shit. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. When I had my first fight, we were still bumping and grinding to R. Kelly. Okay? He didn't get in no trouble yet. So I don't even know scared no R. Kelly. Yeah, I, I would have been like, all right, beat me. Beat me. Well, but well, I will tell you, it. You know, I got the metaphor and I that's what you I needed to hear. Like he knew that I wasn't technically good. I'm still not technically the best, but he knows me for it's my cousin on the street, like just in in life. And just he knew to bring the dog out of me. He was saying, take this bitch to the street, bring the dog out. And that's what we did. We just ran her into the ropes. So growing up. Growing up, were you a brawler when you were a kid? Is that just a way of life? And you know, I don't want to say it's a way of life. Brooklyn is a lot different now than it was, you know, 30 years ago, 25 years ago when I was growing up. And it was like I grew up in the kind of neighborhood where everybody's parents worked two jobs. So after school time, there were no adults in the whole neighborhood. It was all just kids running around in the streets, smoking newports, hanging out. You get beat up by your friends, older brothers and sisters. So it's not to say that there were brawls and everybody fought. But everybody would kick your ass. I come from a, a time, you know, in the 80s and the 90s where it wasn't bad if your mama beat your ass. You'd be telling no. her, like, I'm going to call 1-800-4-CHILD. I'm going to call ACS and say, I'll dial. They'll come pick you up, <laughs> you know? So I, I done got my ass whipped so many times, not because I got in big street fights, just because I was a big mouth and I ran my mouth and I get beat, slapped by everybody's mother, everybody's sister, everybody's cousin. <laughs> Were there were there beefs like between like boroughs at all growing up? Like if you went no, into because different... we didn't, you know that you know, growing up 
when I grew up, where I grew up, we didn't travel. We stayed in the neighborhood. So, mm. you know, if other people came down the neighborhood, you would fight with people who came, you know, try to come in there, yeah. steal your bikes and stuff. <laughs> I grew up in mostly like, I hate to call it white trash, but we're just like some gritty ass, like poor Irish people, you know, and, and they used to call us the garbage pail kids. Because if anybody <laughs> came in, somebody would bang on the garbage pail, people would come running around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that, pretty cool. that is that amazing is <laughs> god that's awesome um do you have like i guess this is kind of a two-parter so was there inspiration as far as like like modeling your style after anybody as you were growing up and you started fighting and then is there anybody you still watch to this day either in boxing or mma that you kind of like admire or watch closely really interesting because I didn't grow up thinking I was going to be a boxer. I didn't realize that I was going to fight until I was mm -hmm. 28 years old. And I stepped in that ring for the first time, like almost on a dare, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm not one of those fighters who watches boxing. You asked me about the fights this weekend. I don't fucking know what fights. Like, like someone asked me, you're watching the fights this weekend? I'm like, what fights? You're like, Canelo's <laughs> fighting. I'm like, oh shit. You know, like I, I never really follow up with it. But as I came to Gleason's gym, I first went to a girl named Alicia Ashley, who's a six-time world champion, currently in the Guinness Book of World Records. She was older than Bernard Hopkins, the oldest fighter ever to win a world title, 51. And she was my first coach. And I said to her, I want to fight. And she said, no, baby, you want to box. And I'm going to teach you how to do that. And she really taught me um, how to use footwork. And they called her slick because she was like, oil, you just couldn't touch this girl. And um Every now and then her style comes out when I fight and that's when I'm most proud of what I do. Awesome. And her name was Alicia Ashley. That's, that's awesome. No, that, that, that's really oh, cool to hear. Yeah. Um, do you have, I guess I, I, you don't strike me as the person who like um, gets too like starstruck by people on like Instagram, but do you have anybody on Instagram that either like follows you that, that you were kind of like, Oh shit, they're following me now. Do you have anyone like that or. Uh, one time Wu-Tang retweeted my tattoo and almost fell off my chair. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your tattoo? I have Wu-Tang tattoo on my oh. back. So they like, it was like a, you know, I think I posted on a Wu Wednesday or something and they retweeted it. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> you know, that was probably one of the, the cooler moments. And then I'm going to age myself big time with you young people, but, um, when I was a kid, this is a show Dawson's Creek and Joshua Jackson was on it oh, and everybody on. had a crush on Dawson's him. Creek. Fucking everybody loved Pacey and he walked into Gleason's one day and was like, oh shit, Heather Hardy and like, I literally, they needed to call me an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. How many, um, <laughs> how many Krispy Kreme donuts do you think you could eat in an hour? Fucking none, man. I don't, like, if you ask me how many margaritas I could drink, done, but I don't eat. How many pints of ice cream do you think you could eat? Probably not a lot. No. I'm telling you, just ask me for drinks. I could just probably drinks? pound 12 margaritas in an hour. In an hour? Yeah. Could you, could you function afterwards? Are you saying, like, could you drink Sean under the table? Could I I'm sure drink you could. what? Could you, could you out drink Sean? I you bet you I could. Yeah, probably. I, I bet you could too. I've seen him. Back in the day, I was a little better, but now oh, the only no, person I can't out drink is my little brother. Uh, is he? Is he actually little though? Or you just call him? No, little my brother? brother's yeah. six four. He's in the navy. He's overseas right now. Right before he goes, he always proves to me that he can drink me under the table. I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm six four too, but I still can't drink that well. <laughs> you'd uh, you'd, you'd kick my ass in that too. 
I, I believe in me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you too. Heather, I'm going through your Instagram. Uh, you've been cracking me up with some of your reposts. And I wanted to say two of them real quick. Uh, the first one is uh, keep an eye out on how much you drink tonight. And it's uh, Stevie one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's number one. And then number two is uh, it's something about uh, if you make a account for your baby and you talk, <laughs> you deserve to get beat. <laughs> now that I met you, it makes total sense. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. The Instagram is so my real life. <laughs> the, uh, the one that got me and I actually sent this to some of my friends. There's my buddy, Anthony, he lives in California and all he drinks is Jameson all the time. And that, oh, yeah. and that Jameson post with the damn, this is uh, delicious slurred boondock saints quotes. And then the last one is after I shit in the closet, everyone here is going to catch fucking hands. That one got it's me. It's only good. funny if you know somebody who yeah. does that when they yep. drink Jameson. So I yeah. sent it immediately to him, like, bro, this is you, like to a T. Yeah. Yeah, your your Instagram account, uh, account is pretty great. I love it. Awesome. Well, Cody, Drew, you guys got anything else? I think I ran through most of mine. Oh, we got shit. We got shit to yes, do. Let's do it. <laughs> do you have any questions uh, for us that you want to throw at us? I wish I did. I don't. I was no, that's fine. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't expect I you to be prepared. I don't know. I just. He works with us and we are never prepared. So he's <laughs> <laughs> I, I asked him what questions they had tonight. They said, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, but it worked out good. It, the no, flow it's is good. great. Yes, yes. I know you wanted to keep it 30 minutes or less or so. I, I think we're good on time. So um, we can kind of end it there. Uh, best of luck with your upcoming fight. We are going to stream you. it. Cheery on. We're going to be posting some stuff on Instagram uh, from this interview. So we appreciate you taking some awesome. time out to talk to us. Yeah, we'll be watching. I got one Thanks question. For having if, me. if I put my mortgage on you on that fight, is that a pretty safe bet? I don't have an opponent yet, but I'm feeling like, yeah. Okay. I don't give a shit who it is. You feel good about it? Yeah, I feel good about right. it. Mortgage Dude, down. I, I think Let's I might be in. Let's do it, Cody. Maybe a full year's mortgage at this point. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much, Heather. You have a great night. Appreciate it. You too, it. guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.